Hey, welcome to Guitar Knobs, the guitars, gear, noise, and nonsense podcast hosted today by these knobs. Jay Donovan. Jeff Fisher. Aaron Cook. And I'm Todd Novak. Uh, Okay, this is our first actual podcast. We've been talking about doing this for quite some time. Um, So we're just going to get into it with a little bit of why the heck we're doing this and what we hope to get out of it. Um, We all go to lunch almost every day and talk about guitars and junk almost every day at lunch. And that's pretty fun. And the lunch isn't always great. But that, but everything else is. That doesn't we, matter. So we do eat every day. Yeah, we do eat every day. Um, so we thought, hey, let's let's continue this uh, in where we don't have to eat and 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 do a podcast. So um, obviously, there Although we're not. I thought the, we were getting pizza. Well, yeah. Jeff was supposed to have. Oh that. yeah. Oh yeah. We, we have plain water here yeah. to drink <laughs> out of coffee mugs. Warm warm water, by the way. Okay. Yeah. Um, Fair enough. So look, there's there's a load of podcasts out there about guitars and gear and stuff, and there's some really great ones. And I think the really great ones have served as inspiration for us. Um, I think we do a shout out to Guitar Nerds and to Sixty Cycle Hum specifically. I think those ones have been a great influence on us um and we we seem to find a, a nice niche to slide right in between them as we're not experts on anything <laughs> hey, speak for yourself. I, I mean no i'm just kidding yeah so we'll get into like why why we think we can actually do this um so jay why don't you go first tell us a little bit about your background sure i'm a bass player uh and a wannabe drummer like a make-believe drummer make-believe mm-hmm. guitarist but primarily bass player, play upright, play electric, had a boatload of different basses over the years and a couple guitars too. How long have you been playing? Like, let's see, it would be 22 years, 20, yeah. 22 years. 22, 25 years. Did you, did you start? <laughs> you know, somewhere between like one 20, and 25 yeah, that's, years. That's a weird <laughs> between, but well, I'm, I'm not good at math. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not uh, very good at so math. So what, how did you get started on bass? Um... Well, I was a Beatles fan, right? So Paul McCartney is like the the, the master, and and somehow whenever I would listen to old records, you know, parents, sisters, old records, Beatles records, I was like, what's that like low, low thing going on there? Right. So I just kind of I don't know, I just kind of gravitated toward that. And safe to say, I mean, most people consider him as probably the m- most highly underrated or underrecognized bass player. Who Paul McCartney? Yeah, I would say the most. I don't know, just like he wrote the textbook for rock and roll bass yeah. early on. So he's he's the he's the governor. Yeah, but when when people are saying like, oh, what's your top five bass players? Like, he's not like some technical. That's what dude, I mean. Yeah. Like, so he, he's he wrote the book on that, but he's just kind of he's just there. You're like, well, yeah, duh. Yeah. But he's not. He's yeah. the guy. Yeah. And he played short short scale basses. Is that correct? Uh. I mean, yeah, your I don't, viola basses. How many? Well, viola he played bases that Hofner bass. Yeah, he played the, like that Hofner bass, which was super thin and kind of cheap. And you know, I, I don't know. I read a story about it. He's like, I didn't have any money for a Fender or something back in the day. So yeah. he got this like cheap Hofner, and he was left he was left handed, so it was really easy to switch it over. But then he played Rick Rickenbackers later and stuff. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they kind of went through the phases of like, oh, now they're an all Gibson band, or now they're an yeah. all. Rick fan, Rick band, and yeah, they they were in the Rick phase. What when they were hanging out with the monkeys? I, I feel like that was the time there. Oh yeah, a little I don't know. I want to say 
I don't know about them hanging out with the monkeys, but early, like early on, they got those. They yeah. Rickenbacker. Maybe because are the Rickenbackers German, right? Sounds German. Yeah. Sounds like a German <laughs> name, right? Ricken Rickenbacker. So yeah, they were played a lot of gigs in uh, Hamburg and whatnot. So. Um. So. So the Beatles prompted you on playing bass. So once you found out, oh, it was the Beatles, or that was the bass that was doing that, so like, what happened after that? <clears throat> well, I just everything I started listening to, I kind of listened for that, and like then I would crack out my uh, sister's ACDC LPs, you know, and this was, when I was a little kid, it was the, would have been mid-'80s, early-'80s, so I was like listening to all her, like, you know, Skinnered and like classic rock, rock and roll LPs, and I just kind of always listened to that, you know, focused in on that. But you know, Jimmy Page too, you know, it's like yeah. you know, like when I listen to, then everyone goes through their rush phase, and you're like, these drums are incredible and like incredibly technical. So I listened to all the different, I kind of broke it apart and listened to everything. So what about John Paul Jones? <sighs> Duh. It's pretty, yeah. Duh. Duh. Yeah. Yeah. The Prince. I don't know. Nobody's <laughs> called him that, huh? I, did, I just did. Wow. The prince? <laughs> the prince. What, so he's so, the okay, governor, so, he's the uh, prince? Yeah. <laughs> so you got, you got all into like the sound of the bass. How did you get your first bass? Tell us about your first bass. It was like the worst piece of wood ever created. I don't know. I went down to the I went to the guitar shop. I think it was a hundred bucks, and I don't even remember. I was trying to like Google what it was. I think it was like CK or KC. It was just some no name uh, bass, and it it was kind of sharp and point. It wasn't like really a metal like have all the. It didn't look like a metal guitar. It was just horrible, right? It was just a terrible thing. And and I would plug it into a Panasonic jam box. That was my amp. I would get like an eighth inch converter, and then plug it into the this jam box because I didn't have an amp. And then I would do the, you know, it was a dual cassette jam box and I'd have to like open both sides and record, like put my finger up under and hit the little record switch so it would think it was dubbing so that it would monitor. It, it, would, <laughs> it, would, uh, it would think it was dubbing one tape to the other. I wouldn't have any tapes in it, but if you put your finger underneath it, then you could fake it into monitoring and that's how I would get output. And so I would just totally distort this little tiny jam box. But the... It looked so uncool, right? Because it was, I wasn't into like, I wasn't into those sharp metal looking guitars, you know, like a what do you mean? heavy metal look, okay. you know, like a yeah. Kramer or, yeah, I wasn't really into those. So someone gave me this broken. What about BC Ridge? Even, even <laughs> more what I wasn't into, but somebody gave me this old busted Epiphone hollow body bass. So I took the bolt on neck off of that. Dude, modding then, on your first and guitar. And then I like took pretty... off, took it apart and put this. Like it didn't fit, <laughs> you know. It was like totally different size, and then I I cut off the the arms, uh, you know, of the 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 base, so it was like this triangular shape, and it was just horrible. Wait, wait, wait. So you you just clipped its wings. You sawed you sawed its, off the the horns. The horns. What are those called? I don't even. Are they called the wings? The horns. What are the things? The the. Maybe wings. we're not getting off to a good start because I don't even know what the, <laughs> <laughs> what the they're called the horns. Okay, the horns. Yeah, I cut horns. Cut whatever. off the horns, yeah. and, and sure. uh, then it became Super Frankenstein, unknown bass with the Epiphone headstock. What color was it? It was black, but then it had like the. Then I could see all the wood and the, 
you know, the, the routing inside of it and everything. And so I painted that black with like a different kind of black. It wasn't yes. it was just, it was awful. Yes. But it worked. And God, I wish I had pictures of that thing. Yeah. That would I be amazing if you actually still had that. Yeah. Like I didn't even donate it. I just think I just like threw it away. Burn it. <laughs> Set it on fire. Burn Set it on fire. So anyway, that's my, that's my first base. I miss it. Not really. Man, how much did you pay for that originally? It's like a hundred bucks. I like talked my mom into it. I didn't, I didn't have enough money for it. I had some money, but she, she like paid for the rest of it. This other kid had the same, I had the bass and it was black and he bought the same, he bought the guitar, you know, that was like Mm -hmm. the same brand and it was white, but it was like an electric guitar. We're like, yeah, you know, we'll start a band and we'll have the same guitars, you know? And I think we thought that was cool (laughs) then, but, but then he played guitar for like, I don't know, eight days and then he gave up on it. Hmm. But I kept going with it. Uh, so, okay. So you had your clipped wings, guitar, uh, bass. So then what, how, how long did you have that? Hmm. Uh, no, not too much longer. Like, I think my mom felt sorry for me because I was using this like Frankenstein guitar and like, then I, I became like the bass player at our high school for the, uh, for like the show choir. Mm-hmm. There was like this and they needed a band. I was like, Oh, I get out of school, you know, class to go play bass. And I didn't have to like sing and dance or anything. I just like just played tunes. And so I think she was a little embarrassed that I was using this really crappy Guitar, you know, bass guitar. So for my birthday, she bought me a uh, a Squire, mm-hmm. um, Japanese Japanese yeah. Squire, like it was a knockoff Precision. Oh, so yeah. okay, cool. Yeah, nineteen. It's like an '89 Squire P bass knockoff Japanese color. color. It's black with the white uh, pickguard. <clears throat> no, no, it was all there was no pickguard. Oh, it was just without sands, and it. Uh, what kind maple, of neck do you have maple. on that? Maple neck? Yeah. Nice. So you, you've been P-based then since, huh? No. No, no. no, no. Uh, so I had that. Shut up, Jeff. I, I traded that for a Ludwig drum kit, actually. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, don't. <laughs> no, no uh, yeah, I traded that for a, a Ludwig drum kit. <laughs> and then st- started playing drums. And then later I bought a, uh, what was after that? It was a Carvin. I, I, I went down. Ex- that's expensive. Went down the Carvin Road for a little while. Uh, no, I'm sorry. In that's between a, there, that's players gear right there, brother. There was an Ibanez Roadstar, and it was awesome. But it yeah. wasn't mine. It was just my. It was my roommate's. And he just let me like borrow it for like four years, and it, it was super cool. It had the uh, P bass pickups in the front and the J bass in the back, mm-hmm. and you got to roll between them. It had a lot of tack. It's interesting because I had a, a, a Fender, I think it was called Prophecy. Uh, it was mid-90s. It was like an Ibanez-Fender combo. very metal. It was, what's that? That sounds like super metal or no, super proggy. No, like no. the Prophecy. The Prophecy. Um, <laughs> maybe more prog, but yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, but it had that same kind of setup. Like this? Yeah, kind and of J- a... Jay's looking up. Uh, that's he, he's, that's exactly Jay's it. a minister of information for us. That's yeah. exactly it. 
Best of both so, worlds, right there. Wow. Yeah. The role switch between you can kind of like get both of them on, mm-hmm. one of them off. So there's an active then. Yes. Active pickups on that. Oh, that that the that, prophecy. The prophecy is. Roadstar yeah. wasn't. It wasn't. Really? There's a there's a role, there's a a bleed or not a bleed but a roll um, a mix mix button right? I mean. Yeah. The Roadstar two. I guess. Yeah, I didn't know that they. Actually. Cool. So. <clears throat> So now you are predominantly uh, sort of a half and a half between electric and stand-up, right? Yeah, so I bought a 39, 1939 Johan Nuremberg uh, uh, or, uh, upright bass yeah. like for 250 bucks when I was, I, know, I was a senior in college and had been sitting in the <laughs> music department <laughs> unstrung. It was like falling, you know, Falling apart, I paid two fifty. Took it down to the loft violin shop in Columbus. Yeah, the finest place you can go for. I it. guess it's worth mentioning that we are located in Columbus. We hadn't done that up to this point because that would have been a very long drive if you were <laughs> it's Columbus, located Ohio, in uh, Arizona, Georgia, I suppose. Columbus, Georgia. Yeah, yeah, Columbus, Columbus, Columbus Ohio, Columbus, Utah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so wait, yeah. a, a Johann Nuremberg. Nuremberg. So when you said that, I think all of our collective eyebrows Nuremberg. went like, "Oh yeah. my!" Sounds. But very for two hundred and fifty dollars, does that sounds like it might be a kind of it's a, a piece great of crap? No, it is a piece of crap, but it was a great deal because <laughs> it's still like a thousand bucks. It's a plywood base, and it was made in Germany. And it's there's nothing. It's a your love for Germany. It's not that great, astounding. but yeah. now it's special to me. It got ripped off in New York, and I got it back. So what? It's what? now it's even super special, right? No way. Wait a minute. How how did you get it ripped off in New York? So I was playing a gig and we got lazy and we were, you know, we were, I don't know, doing what you do after a show in New York. We were, went to a bar mm-hmm. and we left all our gear in the in the in the the van and then it got ripped off. But the interesting part is that. And my bass got ripped off, and some of the, some of the other, you know, uh, uh, Gibson guitar, uh, J J fifty, I mm-hmm. think is what it was. J uh, they uh, J forty five, sorry. Yeah. Got got it got ripped off, and it got ripped off in daylight. It was like six o'clock in the morning. It was still daylight, parked right in front of the hotel, the the Holiday Inn in Soho, and got stolen. And then, jeez, uh, yeah, devastated. And uh, so I posted a bunch of pictures of it. Had a damaged spot on the side. It was kind of recognizable. Did you need counseling after all this, dude. It was. I was. In I, your life. You know, the carbon. You know, the carbon got stolen. I was like, whoop de doo. I don't. You know, I don't care about the carbon. They're like, it was junk too. What it was junk? Carbon with neck through. Like that's a player's yeah. guitar, man. Like that's those are all different levels too. It, so. The one I had was didn't I mean, really expensive just, if you're. You know, when you're starting out, it was like yeah. what seven hundred bucks. It's like eight hundred. Yeah, yeah. It didn't have very. The sustain wasn't very good on it. It didn't really sustain very long. Yeah, you don't sustain very long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. I don't. I'm talking. Too I don't much actually know anything. About well, actually, I, I'm dying to know. Do you know what kind of sustains very long? No, 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 okay. no, no, no. About the the uh, Nuremberg. Oh, was it? Do you know what scale that was? Uh, three, three quarter. Yeah. And you said it was German made out of plywood? Yeah. Or Spurholz? <laughs> I looked it up. The Spurholz? The Spurholz. Have you seen my Spurholz bass? I'm missing it. I need it badly. 
<laughs> it's right here. Yeah. <laughs> okay, enough of your base. So I got it back. Though. You got it. Yeah, back. How, yeah. how did you yeah, get it that's back? The best so it got stolen. I put a bunch of pictures on the internet, and it had some distinguishing marks where it got damaged once before, and somebody repaired it. And I put yeah. these pictures on it. Turns out some guy bought it at a flea market in New Jersey three months later. Holy crap! Looked it up. And because there weren't that many of them, he put Nuremberg, you know, Johan, Johan it's, there's a little tag inside you can see when you look at the F-hole. He, uh, I think he just called you an F-hole, Aaron. I know. You F-hole. And uh, when he did that, my the first thing that came up on the internet was stolen base. <laughs> oh, and so he contacted me. That's and pretty sweet. My insurance company, it was covered under home insurance, and they bought it back. Took like, it costs, you know, it he bought it for like, I don't know, 500 bucks or something. Um, it was valued at around 3000 and then they, uh, they shipped it back to me. Insurance company bought it back from him, shipped it back, and happy, happy ending. So Amazing. I have it back, and Amazing now I'm not story. lazy with it anymore. I never leave it anywhere. How often so, does that ever happen? I don't know. Nobody else's stuff was recovered. We went to the cops while we were in Jeez. New York, and he's like, he's like, where were the instruments? They're like, well, in the van. He's like, Idiot. He's, like, <laughs> he's like, you know, this is New York City, right? And, you know, he's like, he's like, why would you leave him in a freaking van you in New York City? Like, I don't know, because we're stupid. And he's like, you did are he, an yeah, idiot. Did he call you an asshole. He was, well, he was a guitar player, so he was like, oh yeah, he was like freaking. You know, he's like, I can't believe you guys left your. He's like, first of all, I can't believe you left your gear in a van in New York City, ever. Yeah. Not even for like one minute. Yeah. He's like, third, you know, secondly, it was. Uh, it was 22 degrees out last night. He's like, I'm a guitar player. You never leave a piece of wood in a car when it's 22 degrees out. And I'm like, man, I'm an idiot. We are idiots. Have, have any of you guys gotten gear stolen at a gig? I think... Uh, better grab some wood to knock on real quick. On some one. microphones, mic cables. I think, I think that's been about the, the worst of it for yeah. me. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, even, that's that's no upright that base. I don't I can want to tell you that. Anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've, there's, I mean, there's obviously loads of horror stories that, you know, I'm sure each of us have friends who have lost a lot. It's it's super sad when you when you hear about like a touring band who's like everything gets stolen, and you know if, if you're touring, you're living on pennies. And, ugh, it's just it's awful. It's cardinal sin. Um. Hefe, yes, sir. Let's let's hear your story now. Where am I starting? You're starting with the beginning. How long you've been playing? Yeah, yes. so like you got a guitar. Why? Yes. So and when? Yeah, when I was 12. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, the uh, it was Eddie Van Halen that prompted me into the whole yes. scenario. Mm-hmm. Wait, mm-hmm. who? Eddie? Eddie Van Halen, another German. I think. No, he's not. Okay. <laughs> he's done. Well, his son's <laughs> named Wolfgang, for crying out loud. Yeah. After, it would be but, Von Halen, right? If you were, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that's inspired me to, uh, to pick it up. Um, first one was the, uh, what was that thing? A Harmony. Hmm. I think you, they... That's s- a brand name? Yeah, Harmony. They're yeah. still around, I, I think. Where, where am I? What are you talking about? Yeah. Were they, were they made by like Sears? Oh, yeah, I can, yeah I've, I've dialed a logo up It's usually like some yeah, really sorry. crappy, like, old acoustic or arch top. Yeah, they're or, they're you know. junk. Yeah. But, no, well, so here's the, here's the interesting thing. Like, there, there are the super crappy ones, and they're, like, 
actually really good ones. Like if you go, like if you're checking out Chicago uh, Guitar Exchange or something, like there's legit harmonies on there that look, at, mm, I'm maybe. sure play amazing, and they're amazing prices too. Yeah, so. I never investigated after that. That's not a knock on Chicago, uh, Chicago, you know, exchange. I, that, that's actually like a fantastic knock. Yeah, it's not Chicago Guitar Exchange. Sorry, that's Chicago Music Exchange. There you go. My bad. Yeah, so I asked for it that, for, uh, for Christmas. That's ChicagoMusicExchange.com. <laughs> <laughs> and it uh, showed up. Santa Claus was nice. Brought it in. Um, I think it came from service merchandise at the time, which was like, you know, your mall retailer mm-hmm. way back in the day. Layaway, right? Layaway. Yeah. I don't know if it needed to be laid away. I think it was like fifty to five dollars <laughs> plus a. I think it, that's a lot of a gorilla to gorilla build, amp, yeah. a little oh like, a gorilla amp, yeah. It was a, like a little eight inch speaker or something in that thing. Horrible sounding. So yeah, that was the beginning. What did it look like? It looked like a. Uh, it was a sunburst, very fendery looking. Yeah, guitar. Nothing well, special. Well, what kind about of it. sunburst? We talking? Tobacco. Okay, well, that's Ooh. a good one. Yeah, it was all right. It's all right. That's I kind mean, of mature for a 12-year-old. Yeah. Not really. Well, most, I mean, think about it. It's like your first guitar, you're like, I want Black. a red guitar, you know, or... Yeah, there was, I think like there that's, was... That's there kinda, it is. Look at oh, that. yeah, look at that. Uh, Minister, Minister of Information, Jay, yeah. pulled it up. And, and what's it say? What's it the, says, what's the ugliest guitar? guitar? What's the ugliest <laughs> the title of this guitar? I think that's awesome I don't know. Looking. That's kind of cool that's, looking. That's, I mean, it's, it's totally, like... Late '60s Japanese style. It is. Yeah, and I totally want style. one now. Now that I'm looking at yeah. it, it's got the, the switches. Yeah, the old those pickup switches a, at the bottom. I like that. I think that's really great. So, and it the the burst on it's actually pretty nice. It it's got a little bit of red glow on yeah, it it's too. Not so it's not it's not like uh, you know. And look, so okay, now I just heard something about this. To see those pickups on there, um, they're. I can't remember where I was hearing this, but so those pickups are super wide yeah. on, on that guitar. And from, from what I remember hearing, there was like, they just made all these pickups like at one size so that, um, I'm trying to remember the reason why. Probably like, I can't remember. Just because the they're generic why. and mass quantity, right? So yeah. It had something to do with, with the, 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 the mass quantity. Cause they were like absurdly wide pickups mm. for that actual guitar um yeah i think that's i think that's cool i, I mean if i saw that on craigslist i'd probably want to snag one they're probably one. like airplane parts or something you know they probably <laughs> made them made the pickups Old out war, of like yeah. leftover uh, airplanes yeah or, or, or cool, auto auto parts or yeah interesting so you got that brand new out of the box oh yeah brand new out of the box that last did it probably, come in a box? It, well, I mean, it came in a gift wrap. That's kind of unique so. for a first yeah. guitar to get a brand. Like, did has anybody else got a brand new guitar? No, nope. like for the first one. Nope. No, oh, poor I mean, it, yeah. it, sometimes that takes like a few guitars to get into before you get a brand new one. For true, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was again, it was cheap. It wasn't expensive at all. I mean, you but, probably cherished it though as a kid, man. You're oh, like, yeah, it was amazing. This is like best thing ever. Until I actually played a different guitar, and like this thing is, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gotta get rid of this. <laughs> Which happened, and then I got a uh, um, a G and L from my Ooh. uncle, who had it under his bed for years. He never played it. He's, like when he was younger, he tried to play, and he gave up. And he's like, "Well, it's probably tough to play it under the bed. It's hard to play under the bed." Hey, 
Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. He's like, hey, you want this thing? Like, yeah, I'll take that. And it was, again, super cheap because it came from him. And it was it was a sweet G&L guitar. Well, G&Ls were sweet. I know. Yeah. So The new Fender, right? That's this was, good. you know, back in the 80s. Color. Red. Candy apple. Did it have the... Um did it have the staggered pickups? Like, oh boy, I can't remember. You know, the GNLs, uh, some of the GNLs have the, uh, the off, like the staggered offset pickups. Can't remember. It's been so long. I mean, it is very strato, stratocastery. Hmm. Minister of Information is looking, looking it up, it up yeah. now. Uh, none of those look right. Hmm. These are 80s. So you kept that for a while. Uh, yeah, I kept that one for a few, for a long time. Long time, and then a I long had time? To, long time, kept for a long time, and then I moved into uh, closer to you know the idol Van Halen, mm-hmm. and had to get a Kramer. So that the Kramer was the one I had to buy myself when it was. Are you really serious about doing this? I'm like, yeah, you uh, you got to buy your next one. So I bought that one myself. How old were Kramer you at that Focus, time? Five thousand, six thousand, uh, fifteen. Do you have like sixteen? How are you? Did. How are you? I did have a job. What was it? Hook, I was. Hooking? I was not that. <laughs> was not checking on the. <laughs> I cleaned, cut lawn. You know all the stuff kids do. Oh okay. Yeah. Stuff that. Yeah. That stuff. Yeah. But I did. I don't remember the exact time or how old I was when I bought it, but it was you probably. To, yeah, you had to do a lot of lawns and shoveling driveways, right? To. It was like four hundred fifty bucks, so it's not crazy, but. It's like okay. a couple that's years. That's a lot of money if you're. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like three kid. years. Yeah. I never owned anything over a hundred dollars until I was like fifteen. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I saved for years for that thing, so it's, that was awesome. There it is. Which one? Did it have the offset uh, pickup there? It's that Humber. one up there. This one. Yeah. Let's look at it here. Wowzers! So the first uh, frame is Focus Six Thousand Vibrato Bar. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh was, yeah. Locking now tuners. that's a yeah, that's a uh, Floyd Rose in that yeah Floyd Rose nice so locking was, locking tuners uh, well locking nut I should say not yeah I don't tuners. they didn't have locking I don't think they had locking tuners back then did they mm, mm, don't know. Mm, oh Minister of Information is gonna have to look that one up oh speaking of speaking of looking what up uh, from the Ministry of Information yes <clears throat> uh, uh, we've been minister. we've been uh, background checking on Beatles gear. Um, uh, as we've been talking, and there's actually a site called thebeatlesgear.com uh, that goes into great detail about <laughs> what and when uh, they had their gear. And it's not as clean as I think most of us think. There's sprinklings of different brands um, pretty early on. It's really cool how they show the, oh, the images, though. Year to year. Yeah. When you click on the image, it actually shows. It seems all that like gear 64 was when they introduced the Ricks. Yeah. And then they got into the Gibsons around 66, it looks like. But if you're listening to this, hopefully you are, you can go and check it out. It's actually a really cool site. Um, got a lot of really great information. Oh, they got some in 60 and 65. That's when they got some of the, the, the crazy Vox ones. Um, Look at all that. Good grief. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's a lot of gear. That's amazing. Yeah. Gear. Okay. So... Awesome. So you got a Kramer. You're rocking yes, out. Yes, Kramer. You're, you are Eddie Van Halen. <clears throat> Used that for a long time. Went into the small half stack, mm-hmm. the Laney. 
Jeez, uh, yeah. dude, you Those were solid state though, right? No, this was Lane two. Was two. This was uh, two. And you, and you're how old at this time? Uh, this was like seventeen. 18. Still seventeen with like a full blown Kramer and yes. a Laney Ann. Yes. That's impressive. It was. It was. Uh, I'm impressed. That was the best time of my career. As a musician. <laughs> <laughs> that was saying. the plateaued a little early, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It's when I could play the best in my like articulate fast. It was like all this stuff was back then, and then it slowly but disappeared as I got older. But I mean, in perspective, that like when you're when you're early on, you you are probably less focused on trying to get it writer doing things better you're just trying to do it Definitely, so yeah you're, you're just the excitement of like i'm doing it yeah. is that's when you kind totally. of ride high on when that you remember stuff. you finally hit like one riff you've been like playing it for like oh, yeah. over and over and over for like hours and hours and then that one time when you actually you hit it you're like oh. yeah i you know yeah and that was like the, the f- that inspires more hours of you know the first playing. gig official gig was my cousin's graduation party. Awesome. So he had a band. My cousin was a drummer and he was, he was a drummer like since he was 10 years old. So like I'd go over there and watch him play with all his buddies and it's like, oh, this is awesome. So he's like, hey, why don't you come over and play at my graduation with us? I'm like, yes, that would be awesome. So I got up there with, uh, for one song, plugged me in. I couldn't hear anything I played. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing. Couldn't hear one thing at all. And we were playing like the one, he's like, what song do we all know? And it was, I think it was Crazy Train. So it's like, let's let's play Crazy Train. That's a a little more advanced. It was super advanced. And it's like, you know. I thought you were going to say like Smoke on the Water or something like that. Crazy Train with full solo. So that was. No pressure. That was. (laughs) Good time. Of course, I couldn't hear one note of it, but everyone said it sounded great. I I sure doubt that, but <laughs> it was that was the first gig ever. Yeah, nice. So from there, it was uh, I had that one for a long time, and then it became I need I want something customized. So it was uh, onto a Warmoth product. So I was all about building and. I wanted it to be perfect and wanted all the attributes that I wanted in a guitar. I wanted short scale, like all these kind of things. So I'm like for the price and I get to put it all together. That sounds like a blast. So that was uh, my last guitar and I still have it to this day. So mm. 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 riveting. Mm. <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait to hear your story it's gonna be fabulous all right cookie what do you got uh let's see the year was 93 i'm not calling it that's not a term of endearment either i mean his last name's cook so it's okay I can, uh-huh. we can do that it can also be a <laughs> only term for endearment as well cookie I, I, with I, an i not an ie i guess that's <laughs> i mean a y cookie with a y okay eyes yeah. good you it's like better it? all right um yeah so it was 93 um and at that point, I was 16 years old, um, and I had my first job, um, which was gro- bagging groceries. So, you know, I, I had an income, you know, at the sweet age of 16. So, um, you know, it, I, I didn't really know what I wanted to get. If it was, you know, a six-string, if it was a bass, I had friends that had both, and... Um, 
I don't know. At that point, I was really starting to get into Primus. So because of that, I ended up going with the bass. They suck. What? Literally. Yeah. Well, actually, they they don't want you saying that anymore. They've they've outgrown that. Less less has yelled at whatever crowds. I actually don't suck. Yeah. Sorry. The guy's got a ridiculous mustache. We can say this. It's cool. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, yeah, I mean, you know, it's like it really at that time, um, Claypool and then I was I was hot on the Chili Peppers. Um, so naturally, Flea and Les Claypool. You no know, pun intended. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, I did say that, didn't I? You did. Okay. So, uh, yeah, it went down to a place called Gattuso's Music Store in, in Canton, Ohio. Um, no idea if they're still around or not, but. What I ended up getting... That's going to be the first stop on the historic Guitar Knobs um, I'm going to look tour. it up. Gattuso's? Gattuso's. G or... Yeah, G. G-A-T-T-U... You should go there. You might have a sandwich named after yourself. I, I doubt it. Gattuso's music. Still there? Is it still there? Holy moly. Canton. Yeah. That's fantastic. Good old Canton. Um... Oh, and Chris Wintrip works there. I don't know if you guys are familiar with him, but that's another story for another day. Well, um, maybe not. <clears throat> so I don't know if there's another day. Either there. I don't think there's <laughs> another story there. The, the end is maybe. nine. Okay. This, uh, so I, uh, my first base uh, that I, I I selected was uh, it was called a Fender HM base. And it's not really a popular model. And if, if you try to research it online, you'll you'll find it. But you know, it's still there's it, it was it seems to be rare. Um, it was it was black. Uh, the body was black. The headstock was black. Um, it it was actually quite frankly a beautiful base and um, had a, a wonderful uh, rosewood fretboard on it and. You know, really, it, it was it was a great bass just because in that you could dial in a lot of different tones, so it was quite versatile. Um, and and I don't know, it just it it, it felt right, it felt good. Um, so that was it. So I was off and running on bass, and um, <clears throat> so you know, really, I was taking lessons at that time, um, and. Uh, I remember giving myself kind of like this ultimatum, maybe about six months in. I'm like, you know what? If I don't get better on bass, I I, I, I should just move to guitar. So you know, I, I told myself that, and then ended Wait, up because it's but isn't guitar like way harder? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, eh. Well, wait a minute. I think you might have just insulted every bass player out there. (laughs) No, I mean, well, let me, let me, as I'm a bass player, I'm allowed to say that. I think it's harder and I play both, but yeah, I mean, it, you can play either one difficultly. Is that the the right word? Is that (laughs) right? It is now. Right. You know, but you know, it's like, I don't know. I always thought guitar was more difficult. You could could be more difficult. Like a certain, more stuff you, you can play a song on oh bass boy. by just I'm hanging I'm, out on I'm, root notes, right? Right. Yeah. You can just like yeah, exactly. But That's it, what I mean. Guitar. I mean, you're yeah. you know you're you're bending and morphing your fingers into weird things, yeah. positions and such. So recording yeah, definitely is a struggle. The idea of like playing guitar and your mind is awesome, and then you when you first start to learn chords, you're like, this is awful. Yep. Yeah. You can play like a bass. You're at, like, when I first started playing, I was just like, use my whole 
all four <laughs> fingers on one on one like you know one fret yeah, and then move right. around yep. and so it was, yep. it was easier to get started maybe that's what i meant to say yeah yeah keep yeah. going keep going yeah. oh we're with you dude we derail <laughs> bring us home oh <laughs> <laughs> so yeah my my first guitar ended up being um I went cheap, and this was actually, it was a new guitar. That doesn't seem like you at all. But it was a, what are you saying? <laughs> it was a, it was a Washburn. I, I really went Oh, was it early Washburn or like the, the late, oh, newer? I mean, it wouldn't be newer because it was Well, at then. the time, it was brand new. It yeah. was a brand new Washburn. Okay. So. Um, Washburn what? Remember? I have no idea. It was also oh, yeah. like a tobacco burst. Mm. Body style is it like a double cutaway single? Yeah, cutaway? It, it, from what I remember, it was mo more like a, a strat sort of body body shape. Um, oh, strat. Okay, yeah. But I I typically associate Washburns with more like Gibson style guitars. More not that there's any basis for that. I guess maybe just every single one I've seen is kind of like based off of a more of a Fender. So. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So right, yeah, so I mean, Sarah, I'm not Fender style, but Gibson style. Right. Really. Yeah, I feel like most from like I've always associated more with the like more modern Fender style. Yeah, but hmm. Washburns had those little tiny headstocks on no, there. No, like, no. They got not all over. Right. Kind of all over the place. Yeah. Maybe that's maybe that's a trouble. Probably. They don't really have <laughs> no identity. <laughs> <laughs> I liked. I always liked them though. I always thought yeah. they were neat looking. I never had one. They, they do it actually one. played very well. You know, as an out-of-the-box guitar, I don't think I had any work done to it to get it set up or anything. Um, but, you know, that's on that guitar is actually I, is is the uh, the place where I the place where I, you it's know, <laughs> wood are the mics are on, Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. The wood on this thing. Yeah. But it, because of that washburn, I can now change from an open C chord to an open G chord. You know, I, I'm pretty that, good at that. Nice. So. Ooh. Upside down. Yeah. That, that, that's what you had? No, I did not have that. That's, a, that's yeah, actually a beautiful. He's pointing at a, like a highly quilted top uh, super player guitar with yeah. like a gold Floyd Rose and uh, yeah. all that business. Gold hardware. Yeah. Gold janglies everywhere. All right. Cool. So yeah, through, you know, so throughout uh, my career, if you will, the last, what, 20, 22, 23 years. Um, so you're 47? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> now I forget what I was going to say. Yeah, I just wait, you know, wait, wait. Oh my gosh, yeah, just a, just a, a slew of a slew of guitars, slew of basses, you know, and and um, within the last number of years, you know, it's like I've, I've kind of uh, trimmed the fat, if you will. So, yeah, um, I mean, you basically sold everything. <laughs> yeah, I, except I, for something to buy what. Oh, a pedal steel. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I, I see what you're doing there. Yeah, so yeah, I, uh, last year, um, you know, I, I I sold a bunch of equipment for, that I, you know really I, I had because I was in a band a while back, and when I quit that band when my my daughter was born, um, all the stuff was just kind of sitting around from those days. So um, yeah, I, I I took all that stuff to music go around. You know, got a nice. $950 check from them, which I turned right around and bought a uh, student model pedal steel. So, uh, oh, which is the easiest instrument to learn. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> it's much easier than bass. 
Literally, <laughs> what have I done? Literally, nothing translates from a six string guitar to a ten string pedal steel. That's mental. What? I I don't understand. <laughs> Like but, when you watch those guys, there's a reason there's only like a handful of guys that actually true. do that well. Right, right. And um, no, I mean, I but was it, honest. This isn't pedals. This is lap steel, right? No, I'm not talking lap steel. Yeah. This is full on pedals. Yeah. I have three pedals. Knee things, three right? pedals for knee levers on that thing. It's it's so cool. I mean. It, yeah, I mean, they sound amazing. Like whenever you hear it, whenever you're watching something live, you know, if you're watching like um, – Austin City Limits or something, yeah. and there's a guy up there, yep. and they haven't they haven't put the spotlight on him yet, and you know it's coming, and he hits that, and it's just like, oh, man. It's, it's the most beautiful thing I've ever heard come out of a stringed instrument in wow. my mind. That's, an, that's quite a statement. I, it, yeah, it is pretty bold, but um, yeah, and honestly, you know, it's like I spent like the first month with that thing, you know, once I put the kids to bed, I was, I was up. Is that a euphemism? No. Okay. <laughs> Literally <laughs> putting my children, my offspring. That's not like dropping them off at the pool. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I would just, uh, once they were in bed, I would just go and, and play that thing. You know, within a month, I was starting to get something that started to resemble pedal steel music or, you know, sounds. So, mm-hmm. but still, I, I really, at, even at this point, you know, I've only barely scratched the surface. So, and you're, are you are you attempting this all on your own? You like do you have lessons? Or well, that's know? the thing. You know, it's like uh, I I don't know of anyone who even gives pedal steel lessons, uh, let alone it's in Columbus, really Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's like you know, it, it's it's really just trying to find any and all kind of resources online. I I purchased some lessons. I oh, le- there's that guy Left Feet Nelson. What he he does it? Do you think, <laughs> do you think he'll give me uh, lessons? Just, yeah, it sounds like a great teacher. I mean, it sounds like a guy who yeah, would teach true. left field, it's like or bl- blind. You know, <laughs> got to be blind or like, one. You know, blind yeah, Harry, blind Willie, blind Harry, Harry Johnson. Yeah. Blind. <laughs> Isn't that how it goes? Uh, hang yeah, on. yeah. Hey, so no. wait, uh, yeah, we got to we got to make sure we can get this through Apple. So yeah, um, edit that out. Okay, yeah. So. Cool. Yeah, and, and, and ultimately where I've landed is just, you know, I, I, I'm not the biggest gearhead. Um, I, I, I just, I've, I guess somehow I've always been more intrigued on how sound or songs are composed or mm-hmm. how music is composed. So, you know, it's, I, I, I've learned to play a lot of... I can demystify that for you right now. It's just mm-hmm. Paper is one of the bigger mediums of composing music. Have you ever tried to write a song on paper? Uh, Cookie, I'm going to wrap you yeah, up. Yeah, right I, I am. I'm done. <laughs> okay, I'm done. Ramble on. <laughs> um, not you, not okay, so my first guitar was a. I don't even think it had a name on a headstock, but it was essentially a Les Paul uh, Sunburst ripoff. Um, Awful red, like bright yellow sunburst. Um, had a white pick guard, uh, and it was it was flat top, so it wasn't arch top. I mean, it was, was it, it was as rippy. It was as rip off as you can get, but as poorly done of a rip off <laughs> as you can get. But I traded 
um, a dude a skateboard for it. Uh, an old friend uh, named Darren, um, R.I.P. Darren. Uh, and he, uh, I, I saw the guitar and it was always sitting in his, in the corner of his room. Uh, he shared a room with his big brother and, and I don't think he liked him a whole lot. And he said, yeah, it's my brother's. <laughs> and I said, dude, you want to sell it? And he said, uh, trade you your skateboard. <laughs> so I'm like, cool. So his I got, brother, I think I got his brother's <laughs> skateboard. Um, and I took it home and, <laughs> True to, I, you know, it's it's interesting that patterns you establish early on, how they carry through. So within my, like maybe about five days of having it, I'm like, I have to make this thing way cooler than it is. So I took all the hardware off. This is my first time, 15. Hell took yeah. all the hardware off and painted it white. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I painted it all all white with, a, with, with the spray paint, paint with, with, the spray paint. With, with spray paint <laughs> <laughs> right. and um but but here's the kicker i like i i did a whole bunch of other colors under it first and then i laid i i put tape down and i don't mean painter's tape i'm talking like scotch tape because i didn't have <laughs> any other kind of and i like i i'd seen how you, you could cut it out and make shapes so essentially i laid down i masked these really, really bad flames on the front. God, Ooh, this sounds. Nice. You know, I know. Right? I'm, I'm in. And then, I'm in. And then I spray painted it because you know, as soon as I pull off the tape, the the like these amazing rock and roll flames <laughs> of all kinds of colors are going to be there. Mm-hmm. And and I kept spraying it, and I kept spraying it, and it never got it. It wasn't getting shiny. It was getting orange peely and stuff. And so I just figured you have to keep spraying it. So I kept spraying it and kept spraying it. And then when I went to take off the tape, like it wouldn't come off because it's covered in six <laughs> layers of paint. So then I'm cutting around the paint and I finally pull it off. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so awful. This is so awful. I can't believe I've done this. I actually sold that guitar. As I, is? I, I sold it as is. Parts. I put all the parts back on, and I convinced another kid. This is awesome. <laughs> that he needs to buy my guitar. But that's been like my lot. Like that's I've bought and sold like so many guitars. It's silly. And yeah, that's like your game, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, uh, I'm kind of addicted moment. to it. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, these, these flames. These flames are alien flames. These flames They're awesome. Are awesome. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so I I sold that, and then I I went to. Uh, there was a thing called the Recycler uh, newspaper, and it was it was like only a want ads kind of newspaper at the time. And this is obviously way before internet and everything. And um, so I looked in there, and I just found I looked at price point only. I was like, I have, I think I got like forty five dollars for it, and they ha- I picked up a JB player, baby blue. Like Randy Rhodes style offset <laughs> guitar, and from there, baby blue, baby blue. Mm. I, I know you like these nice. It was pastel colors. I was. It was weird. It was weird. <laughs> but I mean, dude, like on my second guitar, I got an offset Randy Rhodes style guitar. That yeah. was wicked. It, I wasn't playing anything that fit that. I was like really into uh, uh, early early cult and and. and and uh, stuff like that, and some Judas Priest and junk, and Echo and the Bunnymen, because you know that all goes together, right? It does um, definitely. I was Echo. And yeah, fan. 
Yeah, I mean, Echo's fantastic. Anyways, we're not getting into that. Um, Wimprock. It was Wimprock, but it was I was I was into it. Anyway, yeah. Keep going. So I got that, and that's what I started to learn how to play guitar on. I sold that. I can't remember how much, but I didn't have that super long because I realized it was stupid. <laughs> and realized that like I was looking, you know, I was watching the videos and stuff, and I was like, "No, but these guys aren't playing the, the, my the, the guitars that look like mine." Um, and I'd go to other, you know, oh, that's when you start networking with other kids that are playing guitars, or you know, that's the natural progression. Like, well, I play too. You should come over and we'll make a band. And then you go, and everybody looks at your guitar like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> Not in so this I band. sold that for a black um, Araya. Oh yeah, Aria. yeah. Uh, Aria, Aria Two Aria. Pro, Aria nice. Pro Two, I think it was called. Um, sort of a Strat style, um, and that was that was cool. That, I had that for a while, um, and it was it was all black, black pick guard. We did actually. I don't think we even had a pick guard, but it was all black. Everything was black. Headstock, headstock was black. Yeah, painted headstock. Um, it was it was really cool. It was uh, it. You know, didn't have active pickups or anything like that, and I think it had more of a. It was like a, a, a Fender uh, uh, tremolo system, so uh, a Fender style, so that like you know, just flat. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't a floating tremolo or anything like that. Um, and that was great, and that's what I learned. Started to learn most of my guitar on um, until I, you know, realized I need to get more better stuff, and that just kept going and going and going. So but that's did, a whole other talk. Where did bass come in then, in your world? Bass came in it, uh, much later, but I think we should probably say that because I think that's what we, we're going to talk about like influences and in, in some later podcasts and all right podcasts podcast yeah it podcasts. works for me apostrophe that works for me podcast yeah. I okay well we are going to wrap this one up this is our first one that was, yeah, yeah. I hope you liked it. We liked it. Yeah. It was fun. We intend to do a whole lot more. Um, and if you have any questions or comments, then we're going to give you links to do to, to submit that and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What he said. What he said. Dude, <laughs> damn it. All right. Did you say that we're the guitar knobs? Do they, do people know yeah, that now? Well, they do now. You just said it again. <laughs> well, I want to make sure because I don't. Well, I there's don't... a little icon and a and a head and a and a title above it too. Yeah, because our t you know we don't have so t shirts out right. So it's guitar knob t shirt. Oh yeah. So, so it's yes. guitar knobs. Huh? So it is guitar knobs then. Yeah, we settled on guitar knobs. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's what was, it is. We so okay. about that. yeah, guitar knobs. Then. Knobs. Is it with a Z? No. No. <laughs> it's not the no. F holes. Like, this, right? is not, this is not, not LA 88, bro. It's with a Z. <laughs> it's, it's an S. Okay. Yeah. I was okay. just making sure. Yeah. Let's make All right. It. You're lovely people. Well, that's it for these knobs. Please join us on Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash guitar knobs and tell us what you think and share your stories and guitar stuff along with ours. You can also find us at twitter.com forward slash guitar underscore knobs and also at our website at guitarknobs.podbean.com. <laughs>